Here, I want you to go steal these new, like... I work for my nickels, I want my tops! Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 5 of the Get Lost Podcast, which is being recorded at the same time as episode 4, which is pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, You got me, your host, Ryan Hargan, you got... Nick. And... Dustin. And we're just rolling with topics that we like to talk about tonight. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're just talking, maybe thinking of starting with a little Mass Effect talk, something that yes. pretty sure all of us are huge fans of. Nick, you might be the biggest fan that I know. I, I believe. The yes. only person I know that's branded himself with an N7 uh, insignia, which is damn good. Like, I'm down with that. And Andromeda as well. Yes. Okay, you're hitting, hitting all the projects I now. <laughs> I am. I am a yeah. hardcore fanboy. Yeah, dude, it's a great series, man. Yeah, I think... Um, I I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought that it it answered a lot of the itches that I was waiting for as far as just, you know, like the look of the universe, you know, okay. like that feeling of exploration. I felt like it kind of harkened back to episode, um like the Mass Effect 1 feel where it's just kind of like oh, Okay, so we're we're talking about Andromeda. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I, I feel you. Yeah. Um but what I will say is that I do have several grievances yeah. with the series. Um, I still love it yeah. wholeheartedly. I'm not one of those people where I was like, fucking burn him at the stake, you know? Like, I can't take it I anymore. Mean, it, was, it was an ambitious thing that they set out to do. Yeah. You know, and I felt that the studio that made it, I felt like they were set out to fail from the start because yeah. early on, EA had kind of just severed ties, like, gutted their studio halfway mm-hmm. through there was several management changes yeah. storylines like everything like and then that. you find out now like to they had moved the primary team to anthem way ahead and, of instead of andromeda yeah. yeah which was frustrating and that but you know for what they put out i think that coming out of a company that was before that their only resume was dlc content mm-hmm. for mass effect yeah. And then to make an entire game, yeah, bugs and all, like I thought that was really ambitious. Yeah, I think it was great. The only thing that really frustrates me when it's all said and done, like because a lot of the bugginess about Andromeda, they they, they fixed it. You yeah, know, I mean, it took like nine patches. Yeah, but you and know, a rather <laughs> hefty one at that. Yeah. Like that first patch was like what twenty twenty gigabytes, something like. That. I was, think when they ran the multiplayer yeah. and the uh, and yeah. the it big was, the, the quote unquote big fix facial animations, mm-hmm. a lot of that. And like you know, I mean, I I started it and then I I heard that they were going to patch it, so I waited. Oh, uh, okay, it. so you actually waited. I waited. Smart man. I waited till patch like six. Okay. Um. I got about a quarter of the way through the game, and it it, it was not as buggy on PC as yeah. it was for what a lot of PlayStation for the and consoles Xbox and users. yeah, they they were up in arms. Yeah, as a PC player, I did not have that kind of issue, but okay. it did it did look rough around the edges. Yeah, so yeah, because I'll, I'll be honest, like I, I had a couple of not huge drawbacks to it. Uh, like I had a couple of moments in the game though that weren't game breaking or game ending for me, but probably. In the realm of where we are with video games today, you expected more. Expected more. Yes. Like there was, you know, whenever you had to assault the cat bases, um, the first one that I did was on the desert planet thing or whatever, mm-hmm. and yes. and I was like, you know, I was I'd been playing for a day. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to attack this head on. I'm going to finish it up. I'm going to call it a day. So I fought all the way to the end. I got to the boss. 
I got trapped by one of my own NPC teammates who I revived. <laughs> I got stuck in a corner, yeah. and then the boss just comes over to me. One hits me, and I'm done. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I couldn't save the whole time, so I hope the game's yeah, been auto-saving this. The auto-save is like five minutes before you even start. That. Exactly. That, like, so it kicks you back, like, almost to the beginning of the actual fight to actually get into the base. like, right after that. Which is uncommon for Bioware. They're pretty well, good about yeah, letting yeah. you save yeah. pretty much. Unless you're, like, mid-sword swing. Yeah. Like, you can... Which I think, I've, again, like, I've only had this issue, I think, one other time that was in Inquisition. I think I was playing a certain part. I'd gotten, like, way far into this area, and I couldn't save, and I couldn't beat the guy, so I was at a stalemate. So I ended up having to just, like, break the game to get through it. Yeah, which is literally just me, like, running back, running back, running back, running back, running back, until, like, I won, you know. But, yeah, it's, I mean, that's, but that's a problem, like, especially today, you know. From a AAA game, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, honestly, when it's all said, I I feel like it shouldn't be blame that was put on the developers. Definitely, yeah. I think EA is the one that takes the blame for a lot of it because they are notorious for, we said this is when it's coming out. Yeah. We don't care what it is. Put yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah they're the exact opposite of Blizzard, who's, it comes out when it's ready. Yeah. Yeah. No. It comes out on this day, and it'll be ready whenever it is. Yeah. But well, I thought, I thought a it was year a great later. stepping stone. Like, yeah. If, 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 unfortunately, we all know that the series has been put on ice for now indefinitely. Yeah. Because they're putting all their eggs into the Anthem basket and all the Star Wars IPs that they're working on. But yeah. I think that they set a really good groundwork that I think Andromeda 2 or 3 in the future have a lot of potential, but they need to have the attention that they deserve. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, um, like the second one had and the third one. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not angry at mm-hmm. it. I'm, I think I'm just disappointed that they didn't just put all their chips in like they could have done right. and given us basically Mass Effect 4, you know? Yeah. Like another just great installment. It was just like... This is what it can be, but you're not going to really see it, you know? Yeah. But um, I think concept-wise, I think it's a really good concept. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the characters felt a little lackluster. But again, yeah. it's a first game in what they initially planned to be a trilogy. Right. So, I mean, there are a lot of relationships that still needed to develop. Yeah. But, I mean, it still had, you know, big guns, cool spaceships, and you could pretty much fuck anything in that game. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, like, one of, one of the uh, strangest things that I felt coming to it was, so, I mean, all right, the idea was that you were going to a whole new uh, galaxy, the Andromeda Galaxy from ours. Mm-hmm. Great idea. The first game, though, had, a, like, a lot of extra aliens that you yeah. didn't play as, but, but were still, still there. The Hanar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when I played this one, I think that was my one major thing, was you, you go to this new galaxy and you encounter two yeah yeah like the, two races well, my takeaway from that, a group of robots yeah. <laughs> my takeaway yeah. from that is well there's the remnant yeah i feel like it's safe to say that now remember you're just in this one little cluster yeah out of an entire galaxy yeah. so it's safe to assume that if you were to leave helios and go around the rest of the andromeda galaxy you'd that's probably true. find remnant that's true um but you have to remember too that 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 entire cluster is kind of under oppression from that this this almost the cat, yeah yeah this yeah. sort of imperialistic like fascist we're going to absorb you into our like right so it's very plausible that those two races that we meet 
are just that could be an, an anomaly just That's for true. that cluster and that there's a lot more potential but maybe because of development time constraints all they could do was we could either give you 10 really shitty right. alien races yeah. or really make these two strong yeah and that they did really well I mean also be, yeah, you yeah know, definitely not in the Ilias cluster the cat had wiped out all the other intelligent yeah, races maybe those were the just, only ones yeah. that were left yeah. You know? So I mean, like, I feel like that—that's definitely. I understand the like wanting to see a whole plethora of new aliens. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm make, not shitting on it by if, any means. If they like, make yeah, more games, I yeah. think that would definitely be something. A, a, a big thing too that really spoke to me was throughout the game you have that mysterious benefactor, mm-hmm. which this is not confirmed. But I think that mysterious benefactor was the elusive man. Okay. Part of me also believes that because if you read the expanded comics, hmm. um, basically, before he was the elusive man, his name was Jack Harper. He had a daughter. You never really see that daughter again. But um, why am I forgetting her name? But the the biotic chick you have on your team, the white haired chick. Yeah, with the okay. undercut. Yeah, she has the same last name. It's Harper. Oh, okay. So a lot of people think that the elusive man had her. Is it Cora? Cora Harper. There Cora. We go. Okay. I think like I think that he might have steered her career into a way that she could... ended up on that. Yeah. But she never knew he was her dad. She he could not be. But I thought that was a, you know. Like, so, yeah, interesting way plant, that they could plant yeah. your your kind of legacy in there on the inside. And like I mean, who's better financed other than him or the shadow broker are really the only two people who could really be a mysterious benefactor who could bankroll an, an initiative yeah. as epic as that. Yeah. And it would make sense that like Walt Elusive Man, which at his heart only cares about humanity, mm-hmm. like it's kind of funny that the human arc is the only one that more or less comes out of that trip. Unscathed. Unscathed, yeah. You know, all the other ones came out right into a shit show. Yeah. Which, well, I mean, the, the human one did too. I think they they were just able to pull it back a little bit, yeah. yeah so but I no, mean, I agree with you, yeah. That, I think that, like, but that's yeah. a lot of, like, story stuff that I'm like, what? You know, like, yeah. there's a Corian arc that we never find out what's happening with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think, they, I think they said that they were planning on that on being on a future game, which then they, yeah. Yeah, so. But, so. you know, I think that's, that there's a lot of potential yeah. Which is great. Which kind of also, in retrospect, when you look back on it, is funny considering like the success of the original trilogy. We can all agree that the original yeah. trilogy was yeah amazing. Yeah, and I mean, like I know I know that people didn't like the end of the third one. See, I have to agree with Keith. I, yeah, I I thought that yeah. especially the extended cut. Like, yeah. Oh I, yeah, the extended I, one I added loved, a bunch to I it. Loved the yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, I I personally, by the time I ended, I wasn't. Let me just say, I was I wasn't disappointed, and I wasn't I wasn't one of the ones that were like shouting down Bioware to give me like extra stuff. Like I legitimately, I picked the one that I believed worked for my character, and I ended it the way that I wanted. Huh? Tell me, you killed them? Killed who? The Reapers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like it kills the Geth too, but at the same time, it's like you know what? Like this, this I just spent three fucking games. Playing this, there's not a lot of other options. I mean, you could you could turn yourself, yeah, like you could you could do the whole elusive man, try to control him. We saw how that turned out, you know. But yeah, I mean, it was fine. It was a good ending, and I mean, for the most part, I think people either enjoyed it or they didn't. You know. Yep. 
And I, you know, it, it harkens back to that same kind of con- that conversation you had with your first podcast, which is that like it, it. The only frustrating thing is that a lot of it, they they build it to you as all these decisions and stuff that you can make. But, yeah, they're gonna know, they all, the game. It's but the same. They don't. It's the same ending. It's just how you get there. Yeah, you know that was how they kind of build it as. Yeah, which, which from a development standpoint, you can understand that. I mean, like, yeah. there's way too much work yeah. to make a game that big, that complex, that enveloped, and have yeah. like twenty different endings. Yeah, and I, I, I think too, like games. So one of the major things in the first one is you can save the uh, Rachni, mm-hmm. or you can destroy the Rachni. And I would say that, like, I wish that they had done this, and I wish they'd pushed for this harder. But I mean, even if you kill the Rachni Queen, the Reapers get Rachni. Like way. they they come back, yeah. And that and that drove that drives me crazy when a game tells you that this is the end for one thing, and then later on they just Deus Ex Machina and just bring him back, mm-hmm. like because. Uh, that's something that really, it's always bothered me about uh, massive multiplayer online games. I think we talked about this in the first one, is that nothing nothing changes. Yeah. Like, same thing with, I mean, people loved it. People absolutely love Skyrim. It's a, it's a great game. Like, don't get me wrong. I Right now, I think we can all agree, Skyrim is a absolutely breathtakingly amazing... I still finished it, but I exactly. enjoyed every hour of yeah. it. Yeah, and that's what I'm getting at, though, is if you finish the game, nothing changes. Yeah. Nothing changes in the game world. You I, and this is a spoiler for anyone that doesn't want to ruin the game. I don't really care. It's been like fucking years on this. It's on the Switch, for God's sake. Yeah, play it. Yeah, <laughs> God damn it. It's, it's on a it's new system again. Mix. Yeah, but the thing that killed me about that game was I get all the way to the end. They tell you the Dragonborn. They're like they are building you up for the grand ending. I get there. I kill the fucking dragon. I leave there and I walk to the town. And the first thing out of the fucking townspeople's mouth is like, oh, it's Mr. Adventurer. And I'm like, fuck you, man. I just killed a fucking world in the dragon. Like, give me some, you know, like, give me some lines for the townspeople yeah. to recognize I this shit. I want some beer. Give me some strange. Yeah. Come on, like. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it's the same thing, because, like, obviously, like, they, uh, they built the... Who's die your house down? Yeah. Son. They built that DLC into it where you could be, like, a vampire or whatever. But still, it, it's, yeah. it's weird, though. Like, again... You go and you kill the world-ending dragon, and then you walk into the vampire's house, and that guy wants to to talk trash to you. You just fucking killed a dragon, like and and a whole bunch of them, like not yeah. just one. Like you're just slaughtering dragons across the land, and someone's gonna like trash talk you when you walk in the room. It's like, dude, no. Like as far as video game, there should be a level in the in the game where something just keeps track of how many dragons you killed, and if you get over like fifty. Somebody should just be like, I don't think we should fuck with this guy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying everybody in the room. I shoot myself I, I, in the knee. Yeah. yeah. I've killed yeah. zero dragons in my life. Yeah. This guy's already killed 12. I ain't messing with him. Yeah. Or like have somebody say like, I'm the master, like Dracula, the vampire lord. And then just have like somebody offside be like, but you didn't kill dragons. Like, you still suck. <laughs> yeah, still yeah, you talking to a person and just always have that option of, yeah, so how many dragons did you kill? Ah, touche, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, I, but that's that's my problem with games, though. It's like, uh, yeah, like, know. and wow, you can get an entire group together, go to the enemy capital, and kill their leader. Yeah. We'll be back in a half an hour. Yeah. You know, speaking of fun, funny, weird endings, my friend uh, my friend Tony told me about this game. It's called um, Near Automata. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've heard about it. That game that. has 
five different endings. Technically seven. Okay. But there's five different endings, and you actually have to play the game four times to get the complete story. Okay. So it's like, you play through the first time, mm-hmm. and then you play it through, at the end, you play it a second time, and you play the second time as your main side companion, but from their perspective. Oh, okay. You skip all the side quests if you do them, so you just get the main story quest. After you do those two, it opens up a third story, which is completely different from the first two you played. Yeah. And then how you beat that third one branches out into two different endings. Oh, okay. So it's like the first two playthroughs are like a setup for the third playthrough that actually gives you like one of the two endings. So there's really like five endings to it. And the gameplay, it's like a mixture of like Bayonetta type hack and slash mm-hmm. with kind of like I guess uh, like Darksiders sort of okay but with role playing elements yeah so like there's like a yeah. there's a structure like there's quests that you can pick mm-hmm. up there's um, like skill trees and it it has these random arcade moments where you're in this like weird like biomech suit and it's like Galaga yeah and you're like shooting these weird robots that have invaded Earth but like that was one of the few games recently where I'm like that's a lot of it's really innovative. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, really I'm smart. I'm still yeah. in the process of getting through all of them. But, yeah. Um, my friend Tony, when he beat it, he literally wrote like a like a, like a two-paragraph explanation on Facebook. He's like, this game is a masterpiece and this is why. <laughs> and like, and, and I mean, I'm starting to see why. Like, it's one of the few games where it, it actually is like, has those role-playing elements. Yeah. And it does give you multiple perspectives that actually do branch out into various different endings. Yeah. But I highly recommend it. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you like kind of hack and slashy Japanese style video game near automata. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's, and dude, I feel like everyone always talks about how, like, video games are in, in the process of either, if you listen to any of the reports, it's always either dying or beginning again. But the fact of the matter is, like, there have been a lot of innovative new stuff to come out. I mean, obviously, when we all played through Mass Effect, that was a huge innovation. Like innovation. I mean, it originally started with like stuff like Dragon Age and Knights of the Old Republic and that kind of stuff. Obviously, from the same company. Yeah, concept of the galaxy map. Like, oh, I can yeah. go to all these. What? Yeah. You know? There's like, all these different planets. These different I had, people. Like, Halo, dialogue you know? choices. That dialogue choices. How people reacted to you. Yeah. Before that, we had like you know shooters and stuff, and then before that, the closest thing you had to any kind of a game where you could respond mm-hmm. was um, Final Fantasy games, yeah. and even then, they were kind of limited. Yeah, you were quiet too. Your character, the same thing with Dragon Age. Yeah. The first Dragon Age, your character is completely yeah, quiet. This, you could feel yourself lose yourself in the inflections and the mannerisms mm-hmm. of your character. Well, and, and you punch a reporter, and they proved yes, yeah. Well, and they proved like one of the biggest things is that you know um, Al Jelani, yeah. But every everybody wanted every you to uh, to like so. I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this. So, if you play the original Dragon Age game, which was a quiet game for your character, uh, the game wants you to imagine that you are that person, which is fine. That's a obviously it's a smart way to do it. Most people want to be the characters that they play. However, when you play Mass Effect, and like Dustin said, it had this whole new area of uh, actually having the character talk. That was great, because you weren't putting yourself in it, but you were identifying with the character of Shepard. You know how I always viewed it as? I always viewed it as I was playing as his conscience. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. I was that little voice inside of his head, yeah. or her mm-hmm. head, you know, guiding them like, 
maybe you should respond this way. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But then, like, Shepard would just take it and yeah. run with it. It's like, dude, be a paragon. No, be a renegade. Yeah, like, punch that bitch in the face, face too. Yeah. Like, be the good guy. <laughs> She's a xenophobic dick hitter. <laughs> be the I, good guy. He wants to kill all the other racists, throw his ass out the airlock. And there yeah. were a lot of parts that that game allowed you to be, like, the worst conscious if you wanted to be. Like, the oh, part where it was just like, oh, kick, kick the guy out the window. Okay. Stab <laughs> that guy with the welding torch. Yeah, the best one is in Mass Effect 2. When he throws the guy out the window, he's like, goodbye. <laughs> like, and he just... Yeah. Now, my favorite is when you meet Garrus again, and he just stabs the guy with the welding torch. <laughs> is that, like, when the, the guy's working on the... Uh, yeah. The thing. Hey, what yeah, you yeah, doing there? Let me see this. <laughs> You're cooking him from the inside out now. But yeah, yeah, and I, I think that's a, I think that's an important aspect, to be honest, to the games. Like it's uh, same thing with them. Horizon Zero Dawn. They the, took a lighter approach. Yes, I yeah. fantastic game. Oh yeah, but I could talk your ear off. Yeah, Horizon, I met my Still girlfriend just it. started playing it last <laughs> yeah. night because she's. She just beat Persona 5. Yeah. And she's like, I need a good game to play. Like, <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> well, well, she's like, I'm gonna, she's eventually gonna play Mass Effect, but she went from like a turn-based Japanese RPG. And yeah. Like, you can't just jump into Mass Effect. Nah. So I was like... Gotta take your time. I was like, here's a middle one. So I was like, Horizon's like a little bit more action-y. And yeah. just like, looks beautiful. And like, you can still respond. RPG kind of Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Tomb Raider, but you can pick how you respond however like there's a slight lack of control it really it's the same result of the conversations but you can kind of choose like Aloy's inflection yeah like is she approaching it from a sympathetic point of view or is she approaching it from a don't fucking bother me yeah which I thought was kind of good for that character it gives a it different gives, flavor you invest like, more into the character because yeah. it's kind of like your version of Aloy yeah it's not entirely like uh, conscious like you said for for Commander Shepard but yeah, it's definitely it gives like a, a flavor yeah. to Aloy that you and, that you decide. And I can't tell you like I played that. If you look at it up on the PlayStation for me, I played that game for about like 110 hours. Yeah, and 80 of them were me just wandering around, yeah. just hunting things. Yeah, and that was okay with me. Mm-hmm. It was completely okay. It's very few times where I found a game where like. You get lost to me, it was grinding. Like you, someone would see it as grinding, but to me, it was like I am content I'm just spending the fun. next three yeah. hours yeah. riding around, doing a barrel roll in slow motion and yeah. shooting an electric arrow through this fucker's eye. Yeah. Like that, it's it's fun. It's fluid. Mm-hmm. You, know, you just get craft your... on the fly. Yeah, you get lost it. in the environment. It yeah. was beautiful. I, I and, th- yeah, another one that I think people really gave it to was The Witcher. The same idea of like, you know, yeah. sacrilege. I have not played it yet. It's all right. I mean, I, I started it. I haven't finished it, but, like... I yeah. tried to play 2. Chris actually tried yeah. to get me to play 2, and I just... It had way too much, like, inventory management. It harkened back to, like, Mass Effect 1 inventory levels. Welcome to, like, 90 different types of poisons that you're going to have to remember to put on your on yeah. your swords before you fight this. Also, by the way, you have two swords. One for normal people, one, one for monsters. Yeah, which one are you using? Sorry, you're using the wrong one. It seemed like a lot, which is funny because a lot of my friends were like, "You should play Witcher Three because Witcher Three is like like one of the best games of all time. Oh yeah, it's yeah, perfect. It's changed. It like, is. I will say too, it is yeah. absolutely fucking beautiful. So like, like I said, I think Two just jaded me so much. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm gonna wait for a Steam sale. Like, oh well, dude, I mean, there's yeah. there's always like games that I feel like people have really built up for me, and I've just never gotten into them. Like a uh, the other Nick that we play with um, is really into Dishonored series. Oh God! I've never, I was never able to get into it. 
Serena, my, our, you know Serena, mm-hmm. she has strong feelings about the Dishonored. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I strong feelings. I can't, I can't. I've never been able to get into it. I but don't know she why. Loves it. Yeah, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I just, ah, yeah. It's like Rubitessin. Yeah, to me. Well, <laughs> mine too is like I've. Uh, Fallout's another one, and I, I don't want to get anybody like too angry at the table. I don't table. like it either. I well, like I enjoy it. Like yeah. I all right, I played all the way through three. I beat it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was neat. Went out day one for Fallout Four. Super excited. Got home, played a significant amount within a couple of days. Haven't touched it since. Same. I enjoyed four more than the other ones, but yeah. again, it's 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 got that same. Trap that you fall into with Skyrim. Yeah, that there's almost so much content that you get so overwhelmed mm-hmm. that you're like, I I can't fucking handle this. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, I just keep going into Fallout, trying to love it. Like I love the originals before Bethesda took over. Yeah, yeah, because it was just such a drastic change. Yeah, like I started playing. I played it later on, like after its release. Mm-hmm. And I like think, with three. Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about, like, Fallout 4. Okay. And I got, like, probably, like, six, seven hours into it. And mm-hmm. I was like, I needed to go. I was like, I need to play, like, Doom or something. Yeah. Like, I, I need a palate cleanser. Yeah. You know? Like, well, and you do. I mean, like, certain games like that, like, uh, yeah, like you said, my, my buddy Stuart said the exact same thing when he started playing uh, Fallout 4, was that there, there was almost just too much to it. Like, and then they added stuff too. Like yeah. I you, love you, lots you can of build. Content. Yeah. I love to spend sixty dollars and know that. Like to me, this is the formula I use. Yeah. If I if I get an hour of entertainment for every dollar that it's I spend it's on the a old, game, yeah, it's the old spool like, stuff. Yeah, then it's worth it. <laughs> but I'm like, when I put spend sixty dollars and I'm like, oh my god, this game is going to take up the next like five hundred hours mm. of my life. Like I don't, I don't like it's too daunting. Yeah, like, I don't know where to start. Yeah. I get I get annoyed too. All right, so like Fallout was had an interesting promise or premise for the fact that you could like you could save and build a town, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, you know, you like, could clear up the towns. Village, that yeah. Was yours. That, yeah, he was. You were telling me about yeah. that, like, and that yeah, we were both hype on that one. And we first heard about it. Oh yeah, it was it was a cool idea. But then in practice, you wind up having to do so much fucking management. Yeah. For him. Like, and that's the part that kills me. It's like, dude, I don't mind management. I think it's fun. The perils of leadership. Well, yeah, holy shit. <laughs> when you're sitting there and you're like, okay, you're like, I'm going to go to this town today. I got to pick up my farms. I got to make sure everybody's doing okay. And then you get there and they're like, you need to return home. We're under attack. It's like, don't fucking send me that. I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are more than capable of doing this yourself. You, you go out guns, there and fight. I put up defenses. Use them. Yeah. Like, I, I got you, pal. I got you water. I got you a fucking mayor. Like you fucking do your shit. Like I, I'm not your fucking nanny. <laughs> it just it drives me crazy, man. I can't stand that in a game. Where it's yeah, that, you know? room. <laughs> yeah, you fuck off. <laughs> I basically ended up going to where like the robot farm was, building a staircase up to the broken down highway, and building a little mansion for myself, and just going piss off everyone. <laughs> No one's living in here except me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the one place I can have to myself where I don't have to hear your shit. Yeah. Well, and and it's like, yeah, you know, but then they gave you like so many of those places too. Like you had the yeah. original place that you saved for the Minutemen that Garvey guy or whatever. And then later on you you find like there's the gas station that you can also make your own 
then there's like a movie theater, like a rundown movie theater that you can like take yeah. all this stuff in that and build it. And I'm like, dude, you guys got yeah, I one town, one town. Just give me one Just town. Stop. And then for all these other fucking towns, if I save them, you send your fucking people out there and you handle it. Like I'm, I'm not Wonder Kid, okay? Like. <laughs> Let me make some decisions for them of, you know, all right, here's what you all are going to do. You're going to be farmers. You're going to do this. You're going to focus on this. Fine. Don't make me sit there and have to keep building shit here and here and here and here and here. Okay, do they have enough power? Do they have enough water? Do they have enough food? Oh, shit. They're under attack. Let me go. Oh, wait. I'm on the way to help them out. Somebody else is under attack. I just want to complete a quest. Four hours later, I still haven't done it. That's yeah. the rabbit hole I think we've all fallen into. But yeah, like the first one, it was just Matt, more like Mad Max. You know, mm-hmm. just post-apocalyptic. It was top-down, but there was a lot of shit involved in it that was just about morality. You could be as good Do you or as bad as you want. the one that came out want. like a year or so ago? No, the, I'm talking about the original ones. The original Fallout. Oh, like one and two. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's like, one probably, two. like way back. One yeah. Two, yeah. Okay. I don't, know. I don't even think I played those. I, yeah, they I were on the PC. But I mean, it was just stuff like... People would complain about the fact that, you know, people made mods for Fallout 3 and 4 where you could, you know, basically kill children. But that was something that was a morality choice in the first two. Because it was just like, okay, you only have so much food for the village. What do you do? Do you kill elderly? Do you kill the children? Do you kill this person? Do you kill that person? Well, it just left you a lot of messed up choices to make that you affected your character. To be fair, I'm pretty sure the reason for that was wasn't one and two like top down, yeah, two D like encounters versus like three D, three or Skyrim, where you would literally just walk into a town and be like, "Who are you gonna save, the elderly or the kids?" And you're literally first person like. Like, yeah, well, I guess uh, Susan's gone, and uh, her grandmother Betty's gonna die. Like, there's <laughs> this little Timmy. Come, let's go take a walk. Yeah, we're, we're just Timmy's gonna go fuck up the town. That's what we're gonna do. He ain't gonna make it. <laughs> hey, little Timmy, say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that's yeah, you know, that's that's one of those things about the games. That's mm-hmm. they made it so that you can't kill kids because they didn't want you to be first person well, killing kids. To be fair, the reason they did it was it switched over from the original company to Bethesda, and they didn't like you know those type of morality choices. Well, I mean, but not only that, I'm, pr- I'm pretty yeah. sure that the ratings board would not give you any yeah. sort of mature content if you were literally able to shoot kids in a town. Like, I'm pretty sure yeah. that. Like at there yeah. are some games like the ESRB. The yeah, that. there's that one game on Steam where it's like you're you're supposed to be like be escaping from hell. I wish I knew the name. <gasps> was of that it. was that the one? Uh, was that the one that was supposed to be kind of like Dante's? Sort or of. Like, no, okay, never mind. Well, All it's right. not like a hack and slash. It's, yeah, it's like a survival horror type thing. But okay, it's like it's brutal. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it's like I played the the demo for it on Steam. Um, I'm gonna have to move on because I don't know the name of it. Yeah. But it's it's. It's bad. Like there's, you know, like, you know, there's there's babies and stuff, and it, it gets pretty pretty brutal. But I think like it's one of those kind of treading on the gray matter of like yeah. what's acceptable, what's what acceptable, isn't. what's not. Like what's in the in the argument of like 
shock value for right. narrative purposes. Right. You know, like it, it's it's a, it's a very thin line. Well, I mean, like, yeah. you know, I've 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 always felt, to be honest, like I, I'm I think review boards are stupid. Like I I think that they should be there as a guide to parents, but I I think the overall like where they hearken some games and they're like adults only. It's like, dude, fuck off. If it's rated mature, it's 18 and up. Yeah. Like at at that point, you don't need adults only. It is adults only. Yeah. Like Like, you're, you're just being a piece of shit (laughs) at that point. Like this one is 18 and over. This other one is really 18 and older. You better be ready. Yeah. It's like there's people who were on meth and pregnant at 13. Like I'm pretty sure we've already like, yeah. And like, I mean, people get around that stuff all the time. Like I remember, I'm not going to name any companies or anything that we worked with, but we all worked for the same company at one point. And, uh, one of the things I was addressed with one time was whether or not I would sell a DVD to a child that was like mature and not mature, but like R rated or something like that. And I was like, I was like, yeah, if they got money, yes. And they were like, well, don't you think? And I was like, doesn't matter what I think. I was like, first of all, there's... Um, Who am I to make decisions for this person? Yeah, well, I, that's the thing. Is like, the, first of all, they're not enforceable. Like, yeah. they're they're really not. It's and not the law. It's you just see your parents, little a boy. suggestion. Yeah, especially for purchasing. Now, for movie theaters, they like movie theaters set the rule that you have to be 18 or up or yeah. accompanied by an adult to go see a movie. However, DVDs that are sold, Blu-rays that are sold... If you're 10 years old and you pick up a movie that's R-rated, you, you go buy it. Like, the, the company doesn't really... I guess it's up to the company to decide whether or not that that's okay. And the fact that I always felt was, like, if there's a parent there and they're buying it, then that's one thing. If the kid's over there, I'm surprised that their parent is not there, but somebody should be if they have the money to buy such a yeah, thing. Yeah, you know. with their debit card, like, yeah, like off the leash. Like, yeah. Right. I, I don't know, man. But I, I've always felt that people should be able to make up their own decisions on that kind of Little stuff. Little boy, enjoy the human centipede. Have it a wonderful evening. Yeah. You know? Even then, ratings the are just even suggestive. Yeah. I mean, we well, watched PG-13 movies from the 80s that would have an R rating in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. dude, yeah. Dude. I was watching, <laughs> dude, I was literally watching uh, Sandlot a couple of days ago with my uh, nephew, and, like, I did, I completely forgot that they're throwing, like, shit around and so. I mean, like, you know, that's fine. It's just Sandlot. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, you have to remember, like, you're sitting there watching, it's like, I don't remember all these curse words, and they're like, oh, yeah, well, the ratings board used to not be a pile of shit back <laughs> in the day. And you could literally set a PG-13, because a 13-year-old could probably handle something like that. You just turn around to him and be like, hey. Don't say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I sit here for adults. Yeah. I sit here for mommy and daddy to laugh at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. We laugh at it now. You don't like do nothing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, they're just like, it's like a PG movie now. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, yeah, you oh, you said one curse word, that's an R rating. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. And like, it's like all those movies yeah. where they say fuck and they're like, there's your R rating, right? There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so I've heard I, that, that word said dead. in PG 13 movies. From the 80s. That is still the craziest rule, though, that they get, like, one fuck, and then if yeah. they go, like, over that, then they get, like, R-rated, and it's like, dude, fuck off, right? <laughs> like, that, that's what I had to say to that, because it's so, it's so ridiculous. Can you make a movie that has no cursing, rate it PG-13, but have the movie called Fuck Off? Maybe. Possibly. Probably not, though, because you probably couldn't market it. Business yeah. model. Yeah. <laughs> you probably couldn't market it. You would have to, like... 
bleep out the beginning because it would be like F U exclamation point asterisk K off. That's sorry for a perfect example of that is uh, the so censorship in terms of the reviews are crazy enough. But then when you start mixing it with what is actually part of the name, it's crazier. Like, I mean, you guys saw Zack and Mary make a porno, right? Yeah. Yes. It's a great movie. It's, I mean, it's a Kevin Smith film. It's a lot of fun. It's funny. But it, it was... Values, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was, it was really weird that uh, that particular movie wound up with a... So, at first, it was adults-only rating. He had to fight to get it back down to R. And supposedly, I think, according to him, I listened to a podcast, I think, that said that he had, like, purposely overdone it so that he could dial it back a little bit to where he actually wanted it and then get it past as an R, which makes sense. But then the other thing was the um, the uh, marketing, they wouldn't allow porno on, on a lot of stuff. Like, apparently that was a bad word. And it's like, that doesn't, like, first of all, this is not a porn. Like it, it implies the idea that they're making one, yeah, but if you see the movie, film. it's not. Yeah it's, yeah, it's not anywhere near that. They actually try really hard, and they can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's why I just I've I've never understood some of the restrictions that come out of these review boards that seem like they literally have no idea what they're doing. They don't. Ever. Yeah, the people that are on them. They're oh just, yeah, like the MSRP and the yeah yeah the MSRP is just a bunch of random families that they. They you are know, more liberal with video games though than they are with movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's because, like, surprisingly, video games get away with, like, a lot more because I'm sure they don't understand it anymore. Yeah. Or they only play, like, a certain amount. Like, I'm sure the review board doesn't sit down and watch all 100 and 250 hours worth of a video no. game, you know? When they, watch, or when they review a movie, they watch the entire movie. Mm-hmm. When they review a video game, they get a video clip to watch. Yeah. Of, you know, this is the worst stuff in it. And that's it. <laughs> that's well, also called the highlight reel. Yeah. And that's what I want. <laughs> yeah. But like, the MSRP, you know, or whatever the ratings board is called, it's just, they have a bunch of, like, conservative families on there, so hey, it doesn't promote good Christian moral values, therefore it's PG-13 or R. Yeah. Oh, they talked about sex or they implied sex. We're going to give it an R. People have to sit be like, can get PG thirteen, you know. Saints yeah. Row, Public Enemy, number one. <laughs> Johnny Garris, my patron saint, uh. hero. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> now yeah. he's still alive. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because he got abducted by aliens instead of being killed off screen, <laughs> and they set up the digital hell because they couldn't control him. <laughs> I still have to finish that one. And then and the other one. He and broke out one. in a really messed up. Disney's song princess style story. I do love Saints Row for that, man. Just how over the top it is. Yeah. Like, Grand Theft Auto tries to keep it more satirical and grounded ish. It hasn't. But. Around the fourth or fifth one. Yeah. But yeah, I love that Saints Row has just kind of been like, but fuck it, let's just go balls to the wall. Yeah. (laughs) They just kind of started with, this is the way GTA used to be. Yeah. You had Rampage as you went on, and once it was done, everything went back to normal. Oh, shit, the fourth one had, uh, was it Ashley Branch? Ashley, oh, shit, what's her fucking name? Ashley, I can't even, from Hey (laughs) Ashley, what you're playing? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not that mineral. (laughs) That one. No, I can't think of her name, um, but it's the one from Hey Ash, What You're Playing, and you could play as like her her dad or her brother, 
And then they also gave, like, the giant dildo bat that you could, like, chase people <laughs> down the street with. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like, the second one, they also had, like, a porn star as, you know, somebody they brought in as a main character. Yeah. True. Yeah, that series is just absolutely crazy and fun. Second oh. one is still the best. You know, just about, you know what you guys should also check out is, um... It's this new game. I don't. I think it's only available on PlayStation and PC. Okay. It's called Hellblade: Sinuous yeah. Sacrifice. Is that the one about the Viking chick? Yes. Okay. She's yeah. not Viking. She's or Celtic. Celtic. But Vikings yeah. go to her village and like kill her. They fuck up her world. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, but it, it's, I heard it's, it's really brutal. It's on weird because yeah. it's like it's an indie game. Yeah. But it's like triple A level. It's super short. But because they made it short, they were able to give it, like, incredible, incredible graphics and visuals. Yeah. But the game, I think the campaign is, like, it's like seven hours, eight okay. hours. Yeah. But it's only, like, 29 bucks. Yeah. But. I heard it's pretty tough, too. Like, yeah. yeah like, like, she's going through, like, PTSD throughout well, the it. The whole point yeah. of the game is, like, the game actually will lie to you and actually, like try to trick you because there are parts in the game where she's hallucinating. Okay. So, like, you actually have to decipher, like, what's real and what's not because it creates this really, like, unnerving sense of, like, impending doom throughout the entire... Like, you're on... You're, like, sweaty palms playing because she's like, am I seeing shit? Is this really happening right now? Yeah. Because, like, the difference is very thin. But it's, like... It's mild puzzle solving and, like... There's no tutorial. They don't yeah. tell you how to fight or how to defend yourself. You just gotta figure that shit out. And you're yeah. terrified the entire time. Yeah. Like, I saw somebody playing and they're going through an area where you basically lose your sight. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like, you're having to navigate by sound with creatures around you that are going to react to whatever sound you make. Oh, uh, okay. It's, it's weird, but, like, really fun. Yeah. Well, I heard, too, like, is, isn't there something like some sort of black goose starts like attacking her like bonding with her and if it gets to a certain point kind of like you end up like that's it sort of well can't it, remember, yeah. well the way the game works is that if you if you die you 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 get a checkpoint mm-hmm. but if you die a second time after you come back then it's permadeath Oh, okay. And it That's what you I was thinking about, yeah. To the beginning of the game. Yeah. So, like, you die once, they're like, okay, we'll bring you back. Don't do it again. Don't do it again. <laughs> until you get to, like, your next, like, checkpoint. So. It's like the old uh, the old adage of, like, well, it's not like video games. You can't just keep dying over and over again. It's like, yeah. well, in this game, you can't. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, what's it called? Uh, it's, Dark it's, Souls. It's like a roguelite style. Yeah. Like, because, uh, which is a, a weird obsession of mine. Like, I recently got into that game, Everspace. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fantastic, fantastic roguelike sort of fighter plane game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's available. You can get on Xbox. I think PC. I bought on Xbox first when it was in game preview. Okay. But it's like basically like you spawn your ship. You can farm resources and shoot down planes. You get money and loot. Um, but if you die, you spawn back at the very beginning of the game. But all the money and stuff you found, you can upgrade your shit. Right. You leave, you do it again, you die, you respawn, but all those upgrades are still there. Yeah. You just keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper into space. Okay. But it's really fun. It's, uh, it runs on Unreal, and for an indie game, again, yeah. it is... It's really good. plays really smooth. Nice. Um, it's, it, it's, 
It's very controller friendly. Mm -hmm. It's mouse and keyboard friendly. It's HOTAS friendly. It's fun for the whole family. <laughs> it's all around good game. The only thing that disappointed <laughs> me was the trailer for it. They have a bunch of like KMFDM, like heavy metal, like '90s music playing on it. Yeah. But then when you actually play the game, it's like. <laughs> and I'm like, I wanted like the rage metal. Yeah. yeah. Where's the industrial that you yeah. are overplaying? Like, I want the Trent Reznor sponsored soundtrack to a space combat game. Yeah. Damn it. Options, music, zero. Mm -hmm. Let me open up my playlist. There we go. Yeah. You know what I want to get back into playing? I just thought of this. Uh, it's a small change of topic. But um, do you guys ever play the Mad Max game? Yes. You know what? The uh, most recent one? Yeah. Yeah. Super I impressed with that it. game. I was a uh, little disappointed in some of the variety that they had. Um, sometimes it was, like, really cool. But Mad a lot Max of the times... The the Opus. <laughs> yeah. But there were, like, there were cool characters, but then I got kind of tired of, like, you beat the first town, they send you to the next town, and they're like, hey, you know, all that, you know all that shit that you did at that other place? Why don't you go out and do the exact same fucking thing for us, too? <laughs> like, yeah. We need water. We need scrap. <laughs> it's like a mix between like the original like Mel Gibson one, but like a little bit of like the new, like, yeah, Tom Hardy in it. Yeah, Tom Hardy one. Yeah. Like they kind of mix the two, like because they have like Gastown and like yeah. some of the older ones, but then like it feels like the newer the one. The newer one. Yeah. It it was like a it was just a cool game too. Like I remember a lot of the cutscenes and stuff like that were like really good, really no, it interesting. Was fun. Uh, are you yeah. guys excited for Battlefront? Just the first the one was trailer. a colossal disappointment for me. Yeah? Like, like colossal? I thought that the dogfighting was fun. Okay, yeah. But I felt that for $60, I should not have gotten three planets, three maps on each. It was kind of shitty that they Sound, also kept giving you DLC. Authentic. Yes. Soundtrack, yes. fantastic. Like, every gun sounded like I would the, think the of visuals, The were graphics gorgeous. were gorgeous, yeah. But I was expecting those visuals and mm -hmm. that sound. Yep. But, like have it look like the selection that Battlefront 2 from back in the day had. I agree. Yeah. If they yeah. would have just reskinned that game, I would have paid 120 for it. Yeah. And just and uh, all I, over the yeah. disc. Like, <laughs> you know? But it, and it honestly, it looks like they're really trying to do Getting that with the there, second man. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think, did they not... I'm pretty sure they said that they were going to end up um, offering DLC... All the DLC is free. For free. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. And yeah, because well, I remember hearing about that, and as soon as I heard that, I was like, well, that's a huge step yeah, up. And I'm yeah. excited that um, it's not like in the last one where you have to randomly hope you find this token and you can now become a hero. Yeah. Shit. Now yeah. it's earned. Like, you spend your in-match currency. To do it, yeah. yeah. Like, so you actually have to play, be good enough at it. Congratulations, you sat there and completed an objective. Here's a bunch of in-game currency. Yeah, like, you know, right. the more kills you get, the more currency you get. Now yeah. you can be goddamn Boba Fett if you want. Not yeah. like, yeah. I found this hidden token under a canyon on the back-ass end of the map, and now I'm just <laughs> gonna just OP the shit out of you guys for the next 18 minutes. Yeah. Have fun. Like, yeah. that was, that, oh, that made my blood boil. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, you've never seen uh, Luke Skywalker just come out and wreck your shit, have you? It's like, well, we got Darth Vader. Not anymore. Luke, he's dead in two seconds, bitch. <laughs> yep. yeah, Watch out for Luke. He's just going to push ships guess, out of the fucking way. I, I feel like the first Battlefront was just like a mission statement. Yeah. But the only thing is, I, I, it, it angers me that, like, I don't know. I felt like they could have just held off on it, on yeah. making it, 
They could have just waited a year or two mm-hmm. and just released what they're releasing this November yeah. as the game. Yeah. Because even with the DLC for the first one, they were like, it's the same three planets. We just added a map to each. And well, like, and I, th- I think what a lot of games miss, too, is like when they turn around, like the first one, the first one was like, hey, you don't need single players. It's like, well, hey, I don't always have friends to play with, goddammit. Yeah, some it. of us work nights. Some of yeah. us don't want to be in a giant 50 versus 50 match. Some of yeah. us want just story. I just want story, yeah. I want a cutscene every now and then. I want to I wanna just kill NPCs. I, I want to put the hardness up a little bit. I don't want to have to constantly annoy Bioware to keep churning out good games for me. Like, the rest of you need to pick up the slack. Yeah, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. I need single players every now and then. I need to play by myself. Yeah, I mean... Um, I need me time. That New game Days Gone. Yeah, looks like yeah. it's got potential. Yeah, like biker zombie apocalypse type. Situation. I have, I have kind of dead meets um yeah, sons of anarchy. Sons of anarchy. That's yeah. it. I was, I am. I'll admit, I am kind of tired of the zombie genre though in games. It, I feel like it's getting to the point where it's just being a little overused. You know, and it, they try to switch it I, up. No, and, I agree. You know, but, I mean, I'll probably yeah. still buy it and still play it and still love it, but I do agree that the yeah. whole zombie shtick is well, like... Well, that, that's like a while ago they came back out with the... Uh, what's that What's that series that uh, you originally started in the mall? They brought the guy back for the new one. Fuck, I can't think of it. It's the, the one about the zombies. And you start in the wall, or the mall. Oh, um... Dead I, Rising? Yeah, Dead Rising. The photographer I think, guy? Yeah, as a photographer. So yeah, they brought that was. back for four. And I remember everybody was getting really stoked about it, and I saw it, and I was like, this doesn't interest me at all. Like, this is it, this feels like it's going to turn into yet another zombie game. And they did... I thought they were innovative in the first one. I thought they tried to be pretty innovative in the second one. I think... I if, thought the third one seemed like they were just kind of... If, if there was you know, a company out there that would have funded... And gotten a lot more backing to like the people who made State of Decay. Mm-hmm. That would have been fun. Like, yeah, like a triple A caliber game where it's not just like the typical like we have to escape from point A and get to point B. And, yeah, and you know that point B is just as shitty as point A. But like yeah. more of like the legit, I guess, survival aspects <clears throat> of a zombie game. Like you got to go out and like forage. Yeah, and, you know, like find food and shelter and you might run into bandits or yeah. like, zombies but like have it be like you know like I said state of decay but like well, more well if, if people weren't shitbags games like DayZ would be amazing like I don't know do you guys ever play it? no like, I, I had a friend that was really into it talking into it I played it a couple of times it was extremely interesting to be honest because what it did is it just started you randomly on the map so kind of like player on Ned's Battleground because I think it's based off of the same Arma uh, engine yeah. and mods. But the idea was it started you randomly on a map, <clears throat> and you would have to just go around and forage. That's it. You would you would find goods. You would find clothes. You would find stuff that you had to, you know, eat or whatever. And then every now and then you'd see a zombie pop up, and, like, if a few of them got in a pack, like, it'd be harder, and, like, you could legitimately get injured, and, like, your character could break a leg, and you'd move mm-hmm. slower. But the problem is... They also had it so that it was a massive online game. So when you're playing, you would suddenly have people just show up. And some of them, you know, some people would, like, offer to help you. Some people would not. But most of the time, people would just be dicks. Like, they would just come <laughs> over course. there, you know, and they'd kill you. And, and you'd be like, okay, well, I gotta Maybe start all over again. Like, thanks, yeah, for... You're, you're literally decked out with, like, all the strongest gear, but, you know, thanks for just killing me as I randomly just walk around the map. <coughs> it's just, yeah, yeah. 
Well, yeah, the division. Even worse, a good example is fucking Grand Theft Auto. Like they, their online mode has turned into one of the most infuriating, and I won't even say difficult. It's literally just infuriating because they have this whole new mode where it's like gun running, right? And you can build a business online, and you can make money by running guns and this kind of stuff around. It's pretty innovative, with one exception. You have to do all of this in a public match, which anybody that's ever played Grand Theft Auto and been in a public match, you know two things. Fighter jets, guns. Fire, fire jets, armored cars, assholes with RPGs just waiting around the corner for you. And, like, it's infuriating because, like, you actually the have to... server is just playing to sit there and piss everybody off. Yeah, and, you, you, like, you have to make this money to make the money to buy the stuff in the game. So if you're trying so hard to play it properly... And then you just have some dickbag come over and blow everything up. It's just like, oh my god. Like, th- this is not fun. This is work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to sit there and, you know, spend $3 million dollars and buy this base and upgrade it. You can sit there and, you know, spend all this time trying to earn it up. Or you can sit there and buy it for almost for 60 bucks. Yeah. Here, here's $90. You'll get, instead of $3 million, Seven. Yeah. Like it's it's, it's way too it's much crazy. money for way too little yeah. in-game money. It's I mean, granted, it's a neat it's a neat game, and it, like their online world is probably one of the most fun that I've ever yeah. encountered. And some of the missions are great, but dude, the fact that you have to play with other people in that, and other people are just absolutely horrible. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. kind of how I feel about like the Destiny franchise. I thought that the lore and everything and like the universe yeah. they created was fantastic. Yeah. But I hated the fact that I can beat the story game the story, air quotes, mm. in four hours. Yeah. yeah. Everything about that game is end content. And it's great if everybody's schedules sync up. Oh yeah. But I mean the only way to really get the most out of that game is like you guys meet daily mm. and you grind for like hours a day. And I'm yeah. like, motherfucker, I gotta work. Yeah. With I an got, RNG I got that I hates hang you. out with. Yeah. You with know? The- yeah, with a random number generator that fucking hates yeah. you every time you roll yeah. for something. And if you sit there and try and join a random group, well, you have to sit there and have, you know, this one weapon. Yeah. And what was the freaking rocket launcher that everybody... Oh, the Galahorn? Gal- yeah, the Galahorn. Yeah. That son of a bitch never dropped for me. Yeah. I don't care how many times oh, yeah. I sat there and, and got an exotic ingram. like, this is my 17th Galahorn. <laughs> Gonna sell it for gold, son. I'm 11 years old and I've been playing all summer. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, I don't... I mean, I, I really want to hope that the second one alleviates that. It seems like it's trying. I mean, like, yeah. they're, I still, they're I pretty think forward for it. It's yeah. a, Endgame multiplayer based. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, they've at Instead, I am looking yeah. forward to Anthem. Yeah. Yeah. Anthem looks good too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, think- I mean, Destiny, the problem with Destiny is they had a lot of promise. They, they rushed to develop, they had problems in development, and then they ended up rushing through a whole bunch of stuff. And they wanted it to be a launch title. Yeah. Right? And the, yeah. the first one just, I mean, like you said, it came out super flawed. I mean, and there's a lot of people that will pull the apologist card on there, and I'll admit I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I've I played it. I played the first one. Oh, I, believe me, I dumped hours into that. Yeah, game. played the DLCs. Like super enjoyable. However, at the end of the day, you're exactly right. Like getting on every day and having to play your dailies, having to play your weeklies, having to play, 
you know, this to grind for this to make sure that you have this for Friday and so you can buy able this. To do it by yourself, really. Yeah, and like then you had people that were like constantly. They had a good enough team, or they had found a group. And like, I'm not one of those people. I don't want to go out all the time and just it. yeah, and just find a group to play the um, the raids. Like, I had no interest in that. I would I would play with my friends, you know, because mm-hmm. I didn't mind that. But to be honest, like, I think we missed. I think we played what two raids? We played the Crota and we played the Vault of Glass. Yeah, never did the others because just never. I didn't want to spend the time to go find a group to play with. Yeah. At least yeah, now so in the like, new one, it looks like they're going to allow yeah. you to. But you know, most games you play with a total of four people. Mm-hmm. And this one, they went, "Hey, you're going to do three. Okay, well, the usual game people I play with, we're now one man too many. Okay, well, fine. They start playing with you. Some people they know." Well, the problem becomes that well, one of the people that I play with, my group of three, also plays with the other group. Mm-hmm. So let's get a raid together. Well, great. We now have four or five people. Yeah. You have four groups of three, but no one can really play with each other. Like, yeah. Yeah. Then, Even then, it's like you know, four groups of three, but that's not, you know, 12 people. It's yeah. actually like eight. And like you said, you don't want to miss out on the end game content because it's a lot of fun. I mean, those raids were fun. Mm-hmm. The, the best part of the game was right there and most of the time you couldn't do it without having to either hit the foot track of it, you know, hit the foot traffic yourself and go find somebody, or like Dustin said, you'd have to put together a whole bunch of people that would actually yeah. play with you, you know? Unless you're like one of these weird random like demigods on the internet who are like, I soloed this raid. Yeah. And I'm like, what how? How? How do you even do that? Yeah. Like you get down to the end of the vault of glass. How do you even do that? You're I'm getting, just gonna hide behind this boulder, peek yeah. out, peek <laughs> out. You can watch my Twitch channel for 45 minutes. <laughs> watch me do this. Uh, gamers. Fucking crazy people, man. Yeah, it's a, it's it's an interesting balance nowadays with, you know, finding games that are like... Is it more about story? Is it more about gameplay? Is it yeah. more about end content? You know, what, what are the driving motivators? And it used to be by developer, but now it's kind of hard. That mm-hmm. line is kind of blurring. Yeah. You know? And it's 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 nice to see like an interconnected community of gamers. Like obviously, like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, yeah. you know, when we were younger, like if you wanted to play video games, you went over to that person's house and you plugged in that other N sixty four controller. Yeah, you know now it's everybody's all interconnected, and that's great. But that doesn't necessarily always have to be the default. Yeah, don't yeah. don't make it like. Like you said, it used to be that you could go over to your friend's house and you guys could play, you know, Mario or something yeah, like that for that's hours. That's a fine that's, option. That's great. Sometimes you just want to sit home and play Mario by yourself. Yeah. You know what it, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, it, don't sacrifice yeah. content just to make it available. Like, we want a bunch of different people to be able to play this game. Right. But we're going to dive all, delve all of our resources into that and sacrifice content. Right. But you can play this crappy, mediocre game with anybody you want. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, no. I'd yeah. rather you limit who I can play this game with, but have me be able to say, this is a fucking awesome game. Yeah, yeah. Like, Here is this amazing online world. Congratulations, you have to play with assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the Grand Theft Auto thing you just said. Well, that's or a, you can play with your friends, but we're going to gate the content that you get. Yeah. yeah. And we were actually talking about that with the Grand Theft Auto thing. Like, they're... For Grand Theft Auto, I, I do not understand why there's not servers that allow you to play. Like, if, if you wanted to do the gun running stuff and, and you wanted to, they should there should be servers where you and other people who also want to do that 
can go into that mode and play with each other. And then if, you know, if, yeah, yeah, if they want to do something like if they want to make the NPCs a little bit harder or tougher for you to beat, that's fine. Like, because I still think it'd be cool, like, to be running my own mission and suddenly run across somebody else doing theirs. And it'd just be cool to have, like, two teams crossed. That's cool. But just as long as it's not, like, me trying to move a shit ton of stuff across and just have a bunch of griefers that are level, like, 326 mm-hmm. with Hydra jets that are just sliding in and being like, You want a rocket? You get two, bro! <laughs> <laughs> like, damn you. Like, that sounds really annoying. I'm glad I did not yeah. suffer it's it's a little infuriating, but it's it's still fun though, you know. Yeah, it's like, just kind of yeah, like it, ah. Yeah, it got to the point where we were playing on PC one night, and we had a cheater come on and just start money bombing the server. So every like ten seconds, you ended up with two hundred fifty grand. Yeah, and it was that just, was pretty nice. Yeah, everybody <laughs> starts you know like I won't complain about that. Yeah, yeah, like everyone's like, oh god, we gotta leave, we gotta leave, and they just start leaving. I'm like, nah, I'm staying. Yeah, like. I have played online so much for so little money for so little reward. I'm do my dues. Yeah. I'm do my dues. I'm owed this money. I've earned this. <laughs> Here, I want you to go and steal these new like. I work one- for my nickels. Yeah. I want my dimes. Yeah, yeah. I've played enough missions where. You sat there and had me go steal a car and sell it, and if I buy that car in the game, it's like one point eight million. And you go, here's two grand. Motherfuckers owe me. Yeah. That's just like, the hell of it. I'm just, all right, hey, look, I got 25 million. All right, I'm going to immediately blow it because I know it's going to get taken from me. Damn right, give me money. (laughs) I want my money. (laughs) Yeah. That's all right, man. (laughs) (laughs) I knew at some point in time, especially when they sat there and said they were cracking down cheaters, that I was going to log in and all the money in my account was going to be gone. I was like, whatever. Spend it. (laughs) That's what I did. I just spent all my money. (laughs) Sat there and bought an incorporation, sat there and, you know, maxed it out, got, you know, the maxed out level for, you know, the garage. Started buying jets and helicopters. (laughs) Leopard drapes, leopard wallpaper. Look at this watch. (laughs) (laughs) I got everything. I live like a king now. Yeah. You don't have any money, Johnny. I'm never going to have money again. I live like a king and I got 20 grand in my account when I used to have 1.5 mil. (laughs) How the mighty have fallen. (laughs) I have an attack helicopter, a tank, and an attack jet. I don't need a shit. Oh, man. Well, uh, we've run another hour. You guys want to call it? Sure. You got it? Yes. Find out next week if our intrepid adventurers will find the monkey stone. (laughs) (laughs) Or not. Probably or if not. they'll get their... They need their dimes. Their game will freeze. That's what they want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take it easy, folks. Have a good one.